One, two, one, two, one, two. It's your girl, Abby J, coming at you. Welcome to the Abby J Podcast. It's your girl, Abby J, coming at you here with another fun-filled, unapologetic podcast. Wondering what we're talking about today. Stay tuned. More to come. It's your girl, Abby J. It's your girl, it's your girl, Abby J. Going on, y'all. How are you doing? It's your girl, Abby J. Here with another podcast. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? How are you feeling? How is life treating you? It is so cold out here in Atlanta. Oh my God. It's cold, y'all. Like, I cannot take the cold. The cold, me and the cold, we don't get along anymore. That's why I do not go to New York in the wintertime. I went out there. Um, when was it? Oh, we we're in December. Oh my God. Okay. So I went out there last month, November, take my daughter to go see my mom. Y'all, I barely left the house. I was at my mama's house in my moo. Now, do y'all know what a moo is? Do you know what a moo is? <laughs> a moo is a house dress. That's what I call a moo A moo is a house dress. It's the type of dress that you wear when you are in your house minding your business with your family and whomever is in your house. It is called a mumu. It is the type of dress that you can wear from the time you wake up in the morning, take a shower, until the time you go to bed, honey, you can go to bed in a mumu. It is the type of dress that, frankly, you don't have to wear anything under it because it's so big, it's so baggy, it's so long. That whatever sag will look like it's perky <laughs> and whatever wiggles will look like it's tight, honey. It does not matter because that is the beauty of a moo. And if you don't know where to get a get a good moo, go to Ross and go to that section of Ross where they have all of those like uh like Afghani looking type one si- the one size fit all dress section and they have all types of patterns they have all sorts of materials you have cotton you have silk you have long you have short you have sleeves you have sleeveless honey girlfriend go get you a momo fellas for your ladies if you want to make her happy this coming christmas get your girl about five to six maybe ten momos AKA house dresses. Let me tell y'all, when I wear my mumu, this this first of all, this podcast is not about mumus, but this is funny. The first day that I came <laughs> that I wore my mumu, I think <laughs> I did not have a wig or anything on. I was just oh natural, honey. I didn't have a stitch of makeup on. And I bought my first mumu from Ross. And it was a long, green, like tribal-looking mumu. When I came down the stairs, my boyfriend was like, Moana, make way, <laughs> make way. I was like, shut up, you are an idiot. He was like, oh, my God, here she come. Here comes tribal Moana, the black edition. Listen, the melanin was popping. The moo was rocking. Your girl was smelling good. And I was feeling nice and free and fresh. Okay? So listen, go get you a moo This podcast is not about moo but listen, moo will get you right. 
Mumu's will make you happy at night, ladies. Airy during the day and cozy at night. All right. So go ahead and get y'all a Mumu. I have quite a few of them. And they're like the best gifts. I'm not even going to lie to you. Anyway, we are counting down to 2020. Today is December 2nd. And by the time you receive this message and hear this message and actually get to listen to this message, it'll be a few days later. But at the end of the day, we are in the beginning of December, rolling our ways out of 2019. Okay? Now, what are you going to leave behind in 2019? Now, you know leaving things behind is a mental thing. It starts in your mind first. Everything that we do, every move that we make, everything starts in our minds first. So, we have to start, we, me, you, I, us, they, everybody, everybody, excuse me, allergies, we have to start making those shifts and changes now in 2019 so that we're not starting in 2020, right? Example, major detox over here for me, Okay. But I had to start detoxing before I get to 2020. I don't want to start detoxing on January 1st. I need to have already gotten my mind, my body, my soul, my spirit, my core, all of that stuff in me ready for this detox, this physical detox that I am planning to take myself through. So you have to start the process now. Whatever you want to start doing in 2020, We have to start doing the process now. We cannot wait until January 1st to start. Okay, on January 1st, I'm going to go ahead and file, get my business. No, get all of that stuff done now. I saw a post on Instagram that um, one of my homegirls posted, and it was a meme. And the meme said, make sure you throw out your trash before 2020. And it's a beautiful black girl with Big, big natural hair. And on here, (laughs) on her, um, on the things that she's throwing out in a trash can, one of them was a Popeye's chicken sandwich, fake friends, exes, self-doubt, grudges, toxic family members, and bad habits. Now, the Popeye's chicken sandwich had me cracking up. Your girl has yet to have tried a Popeye's chicken sandwich Ain't really interested in trying a Popeye's chicken sandwich, but you know, it is what it is. But the other items, those things are so freaking key. They are so key. Let's talk about some of these things. Fake friends, y'all. Fake friends. Listen, my demographic, I'm pretty sure we're in our 30s. The people listening to this, I might have a little bit of 20s, but 30s, 40s, maybe early 50s, you know, that listen to this show. I think that we are at a stage in our lives where we know and we can identify when someone is fake, when someone is not real, okay? Think about the energies and the not so much synergies that you have when you are around these people. My friends laugh at me because they'll say, hey, Abby, I saw your friend. I'm like, who's my friend? Don't use that term friend with me 
because it's something that I take very seriously. I don't take it loosely. Everyone is not my friend. Hey, Abby, I saw someone that you know. That's different from, hey, Abby, I saw your friend. Because I've corrected many, many. Some of you listening have been corrected when you've told me you've seen my friend. No, 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 no. You might have seen someone that I know, but you ain't seen my friend. (laughs) You know who my friends are. I could count them on one hand who my friends are, you know? And so leaving those fake friends behind is going to be so key. But it's not just fake friends. Another item on the me was toxic family members. Yes, guys. Sometimes the worst energies that are around you come from your bloodline. They really do. By the grace of God, even though like me and my family members, we have like little spats here and there. By the grace of God, I'm so thankful. I do not have any immediate toxic family members. Seriously. And I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful and so thankful for the healing that God has done um, for my family the relationships that are rebuilding, the relationships that have been restored. Like I am so thankful for my family, um, everyone in my family, but especially my immediate circle, my grandmother, my mother, my aunt, my sisters, my nieces, my uncles, my brother-in-law, my cousin. Like I'm so thankful for my immediate family. We're not perfect, but listen, At the end of the day, I'm so thankful I don't have to leave any toxic family members behind. Even when it comes, um, to be honest with you, transparent, the relationship with my father. You know, I told you guys back in season one, I met my dad and, and found out who my real father was before I turned 21, like right before I turned 21. And through healing, through prayer, My dad is in a great place. I'm in a great place. And we're like mad cool. And that relationship isn't toxic. And I'm just so grateful and thankful for that because toxic family members isn't anything that I need to leave behind because my family members are pretty cool. And every, like I said, every family has their ups and downs. But at the end of the day, when it's time to come together, everybody comes together. But everyone is not that fortunate to experience that. So for those of you who do have family members who are toxic, you can love from a distance. Sometimes you have to take a break from the relationship in order to heal and get through whatever you need to get through so that you are able to manage that relationship in the capacity that it needs to be managed from the boundaries that you step forth and sometimes we have to step away and breathe and get air in order for ourselves to heal and in order for us to create healthy boundaries between ourselves and those relationships especially when they are bloodline family related which are 99% of the time really 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 hard to do but at the end of the day, those relationships, those relationships are key 
And those relationships can actually hurt even more when they're not healthy relationships. Therapy is so important, especially if you have a good therapist. Side note, if you know of any good therapist, preferably of the African-American descent, please send me a message and let me know who they are because I'm looking for a good therapist. Ain't nothing wrong with keeping your mind healthy and balanced. All right. Um, Back to what I was saying. You have to heal yourself in order to understand and create healthy boundaries between all relationships and interactions in your life, especially when it comes to blood, a.k.a. your family. All right. Next up. (laughs) Another one to leave behind in 2020. Exes. Listen, y'all, I told my baby sis, your ex is an ex for a reason. There is a reason why your ex is an ex. Your ex isn't an ex because you just decided you wanted an ex. Something had to happen in order for you to become exes. That's you're not with them anymore. And that goes on both sides. So when my exes look at me, there is a reason why they're not with me. When I look at them, there is a reason why I'm not with them. And listen, through my own personal experience, and this is something that I had to realize even with my baby sister, who's not a baby anymore, is that you have to allow people to go through their own experiences in order to understand. So when I talk and communicate to you, I'm talking, communicating to you based on my own experience. And I already see myself going down that path with my daughter and I'm trying not to, but I'm trying not to force my opinion because I'm trying to protect someone from experiencing what I experience. Sometimes you have to let people go. You still share, but you let them go, let them experience it. And when they come back and need someone to talk to, vent to, shoulder the crying on, you're there for them. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm learning that through even through motherhood with like my daughter and stuff like that. And she's three. Sometimes you gotta, you teach them, you coach them, but okay, you wanna climb up on that chair after I told you 10 times not to. Now, if the chair tip over and you bump your head, don't cry because mommy already told you don't climb up on the chair, but you didn't listen. So sometimes you got to let them go and it hurt. And then you be there to rub their head when they fall and bump their head and say, see, mommy told you don't do that. But now that you see what I'm talking about, now you understand why mommy said no. Now come lay on my bosom. Let me rub your head, give you a kiss on your forehead and say, see, this is why I told you not to do it because mommy didn't want you to hurt yourself, right? Same thing what goes with your exes. Your exes are an ex for a reason. Therefore, exclude that from your life so that you can move on and experience the greater that God has for you on the other side, okay? So I tell you, do not go backwards, move forwards. But if you choose to go backwards, 
understand that that same lesson that you learned before will be the same lesson that you learned this time times 10. This time times 10, okay? Through experience, I know that, okay? Even when you're trying to like, you know, muddle through the the darn soil and going looking for old roots in the ground, honey, leave them roots in the ground, honey, and plant you some new seeds, okay? Your ex is an ex for a reason. Therefore, exclude that person out of your life. Move on so that you can get and receive what God has for you on the other side. Okay. All right, now. Next on the trash to throw out before 2020 comes in is self-doubt. Now, listen, I get it. I understand it. I live through it. I'm living through it. I'm still going through it. We're going to get through this together. Okay? Self-doubt. Why do we doubt ourselves? Why do we, me, have more faith? Why do we have more faith in others and external entities than we do for ourselves? Why do we believe in someone else's dreams, goals, and aspirations more than we believe in ourselves? This is a valid question and one that we really should think about. And for me, this is something that I'm working on as well. Self-doubt is defined as a lack of confidence in oneself and one's abilities. Again, self-doubt is a lack of confidence in oneself and one's abilities. Why do we, you, I, they, us, all of us, why do we doubt ourselves? Why don't we believe in what we can do? You know, I can think back on my, like, serial uh, hobby, aspirational, I'm not really sure which direction I want to go in, so I'll start something, then I'll stop it, then I'll start something, and then I stop it. As you can see with this podcast, I'm going, I'm not stopping. It may take me a little while to put a new episode up, but it's coming. And if it's too long, please, be like, Ebby, what's up with that? Where, where, where's your new episode at? But listen, what I'm saying is whenever we doubt ourselves, we are questioning the greatness and the talent that God has already blessed us with. You know, my mama's babies, her daughters, my sisters, we are all so gifted in so many different avenues. And yet I can encourage my sisters and push them to do greater. Here's what you should do, girl. You should do this. You should do that. You should do this. You should do that. But I can't think of those ideas for myself. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, am I really good? Are people really listening? Were people really reading? And every time I doubted something, God always showed up and had somebody come and tell me, girl, I listened to your last podcast episode or I listened to this episode or I read this and I read that. And girl, you don't understand how that helped me. 
it was like God always sent somebody and a messenger, an angel, a confirmation to me to say, Ed, you are on track. You're doing what I want you to do and you're doing it well. Because I always said, and this is something that you always have to remember. If I'm only just impacting one heart, one soul, one spirit, uplifting someone, making one person laugh, one person smile, one person say amen, one person hit play, one missing, one person is blessed by whatever it is that I do, then I'm doing great. Okay? So this is something that I'm working on and I'm going to be praying about and I'm asking God to help me with because you know what? I'm dope and I really need to own my dopeness. Okay? All right. Moving on. What else do we need to leave in 2020? We got two things left. Grudges, y'all. <laughs> Listen, I don't know about y'all, but um, <clears throat> I don't really got much to say about this because this is something I'm still working on. <laughs> okay? Grudges. We all know what a grudge is. We grown. All right, I ain't, I'm not going to throw out the definition of what Google, what Professor Google says on what grudges are, but we know what grudges are. You did me wrong. Am I feeling you? And I'm going to hold on to that for a long time. But what I realize is, is that grudges are weights that you are holding on your back that are weighing you down and, and they are hindering you from moving forward faster okay just think about when they say you got that you got a hunch on your back or you got weight on your back right let's think about when you're traveling through the airport and you have bags on you got pocketbooks you got bags you got suitcases as a mom you have a stroller you have a kid you have toddlers you have all that stuff weighing on you right you moving through the airport, you shifting, you getting the um you getting to um baggage, you know, checking your bag, you getting through TSA, you getting to your gate, you doing all of that stuff, but you you moving, but you moving slow because you got all this stuff to carry. Right? But think about it. If you go to baggage, when you come in the airport and you go to baggage claim and you check that one bag, that's one less thing you have to worry about lugging as you're flowing and moving through the airport, right? When you, um, you know, like for me, like my daughter, I have my daughter, stroller, my book bag, her bag, her blankie, all of that stuff. But when I had the suitcase, I was moving slower. I was moving, but I was moving slower. As I released the weight and the things that I was carrying, as I was moving, I was moving quicker, right? So here's a word for me and you, all right? The grudges aren't worth you slowing down your pace and you getting to where you trying to be at the rate that you're trying to get there. So in order to get there, you got to let the grudge go. You got to let it go. Right, talking to myself as well. Preach, sister. Preach. Thank your Holy Spirit for that word. Listen, the grudge, 
we got to let the grudges go. I got to let the grudges go. Because even though I'm moving and I'm flowing, I'm not flowing as fast as I could flow. As my girl would say, floating through these streets. I'm not floating through these streets as quick as I could be. Because I'm still holding on to grudges. And at the end of the day, they're not even worth it. Because they still moving and flowing and they moving and flowing quicker than you because they're not even holding a grudge. They just did what they did. They did it wrong. They did it dirty. They did what they did. But guess what? It ain't up to me. It ain't up to you to get them back for what they did to you or what they did to me. That ain't my job. That's God's job. And the only way that we're gonna uh, we're going to be able to let grudges go is if we truly believe that God has our back and He will handle those battles and those fights for you. So for me, I'm gonna say this: for everybody that did me wrong, for all of those naysayers and all of those people who said ill will, bad things about me, for all of those people who tried to take me down. In whatever relationship capacity I had with you, I forgive you. Because at the end of the day, what you got to deal with is nothing that I have to personally do. Because whatever you go through is what you put on yourself, not what I did. Because at the end of the day, I know that God has my back and he sees my heart. So for all of those, I don't hold a grudge against you. But just know, I forgive you, but I ain't fucking with you. All right? All right. So now, let's move on. Let's move on to the last thing. The last item is bad habits. Y'all, what are some of y'all bad habits? Jeesh. I got a few. I got to get my closet together, y'all. My closet is a horrific mess. I said, Lord, I wish that I could be blessed with a closet, custom closet makeover. Because I need some organization in my life. Bad habits. What are those bad habits that you have to let go? Here's the one thing that I learned. From past experiences, constructive criticism is amazing and it really does help you because the the feedback that you're getting is not comfortable, right? It's you're getting feedback about something that you do or something, you know, you're getting feedback on something that you do or something that you did, right? It could be something that you're passionate about or whatever, right? But what I, one thing I realized about constructive criticism is that constructive criticism is designed to make you better. It's not to hurt you. So there's one thing about being criticized by, from someone, but there's another thing about being constructively criticized by someone. Someone giving you constructive feedback because the constructive is to help structure you to become a more solid individual in whatever that thing is that you're doing right so every time someone gives you feedback don't look at it as something like oh they're against me or they're hating on me no because if you know if you know that relationship and they're real like they're like your folk like 
these are people that you respect, then know that whatever that they're sharing with you is based on them wanting to see you better. It's not because they're trying to like hate on you or anything like that. You get what I'm saying? So think about those bad habits that you need to let go, whether it's smoking, cigarettes, whether it's drinking, whether it's, you know, whatever those things are. Think about how reducing how much you do those things can help elevate you to be the best version of yourself. Okay, that's all I got to say about bad habits. We about this is probably the longest podcast I've done in 2019. <laughs> Excuse me. Has to be the longest, okay? Um, and with that being said, you guys are freaking amazing. Thank you for your love and support. You rock. You are the ish. You are my people, you are my folk, and I look forward to seeing what 2020 has in store for us few more episodes in 2019 that I will be giving to you but with that being said I enjoyed you I hope you enjoyed listening and rock with me on this episode and until next time you better do what you do feel your beauty and own it later thank you for listening to today's podcast be sure to connect with me on social media by finding me on Instagram at Lady Ebby J, spelled J-A-Y, and also on Facebook. Just search for The Ebby J Show. Also, check out my blog at www.TheEbbyJShow.com. Remember, you can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many other podcast platforms. Until next time, remember to feel your beauty and own it.